Hello podcast guests, so I was going to do a review on Doctor Strange and I was going to do a review on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, sadly, I couldn't do no fresh review on Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I'll review that once the series is over. And then I'll probably rewatch some clips or something to get me recapped from the whole thing so what I can do the review. And then for the Doctor Strange, it was supposed to be reviewed, but for, for me, I'm just going to tell you I'm not going to do a review of that. Because honestly, I didn't like the movie, and I'm not going to address certain reasons because I don't want to be offensive to nobody. But I just didn't like the movie for certain reasons. Or I'll just say this, dark elements, hint, hint, dark elements. But overall, um, for Jurassic, that's what we're talking about today. So hopefully you enjoy. So with Jurassic World Dominion, I just looked at the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I see that it was... Reviewed as one of the worst Jurassic World movies, well, and the franchise, one of the worst movies. And really, honestly, it wasn't really a bad movie when you look at it narratively. Now, for the casual fan who's a big Dino fan, I recommend telling you this is not the movie for you. Um, and I'm just going to be spoiling. So um, I'll tell you when I start spoiling, and that'll be the spoiler section. But for now, this is just mainly not going to be spoilers right here. So, like I say, overall, the movie was great. It did everything the right way. The paceness of the movie was normal. It felt like a normal pace. It wasn't fast paced or anything. But you could have tell which scene was which scene. Because if you're if you're a Jurassic Park fan from prior knowledge, if you know all the movies and how it goes, how it starts, how it ends, and things, you know for sure that the movie is going to um be like any other Jurassic movie. And I think this was a really great homage. Not too much of a homage, but a homage to the franchise in general and to the OG fans and the OG characters. Because honestly. To be honest with you, you're going to be laughing at this. I didn't know there was actually a Jurassic Park. I've always heard of it. But before Jurassic World came out, I've only heard of Jurassic Park. I never watched any movies, never knew they had movies. I just thought it was something that was just like from a comic book or cartoon. And like I tell you guys, after I saw Jurassic World, the first one in 2015 when I was 10, that's when I knew about Jurassic Park back in 2018. Yeah, 2018. Because like I said, um... I believe once I got to middle school, I started meeting a lot of friends. And to get to the point here, I started being interested in um, past um, media from certain movie franchises. Like, for example, um, Star Wars or, for example, Jurassic Park. I'll look at movies that are from old generations because, like I said, I grew up with the new ones. But I should watch the old ones, too. Like, I grew up with the prequel trilogy. Knowing that it came out before I was born, I grew up with the Clone Wars, which led me to the prequel trilogy of being a lover of that. Yeah, 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 I'm also am a big Jurassic World fan, but I also like Park too. But you know, Jurassic World's more scarier, but Park is more classy and more kid friendly than the world is. But overall, not to get sidetracked here, the movie was great and a great homage. Not too much of a homage, but it was somewhat of a homage. I'll give it like a fifty out of fifty. They could have did better with the homages to like Certain movies, because they say this is the last Jurassic World movie. Like, how they did with Park 3, they're going to say this with Jurassic World 3. This is the last movie, but I looked on Wikipedia, and it says that they're not talking about the future yet. So, you know, who knows what they could do. There may be another Jurassic franchise coming in the next, you know, decade or whatever. But, yeah. But overall, I liked everything. I liked the characters. I really dissect all the characters and really broke down things. But we're going to get to the seriousness right now, so... This was the spoiler free, but now we're about to go to spoiler section. So if you haven't watched the movie, please go watch it and then you can come back and rewatch this episode. So what I really want to start off is, and I may not come in order through the movie. I may just go 
head wire and just speak from what I learned from the middle of the story. But I'm going to try to be in order to break down everything to tell you how I really remember it from my memories. Because <laughs> I got fresh memories of the movie. Overall, um, like I say, every movie starts off slowly. So the movie started off slow, you know. We saw that big monster, I forgot what it's called, the Mosasaurus, I think, that bite off all the fishes and things. That was something. But, um... Yeah, the really, the really, the, I'm gonna just say the things I really know by heart, like the things I know right off the tip of my head. So, what I'm gonna get to is is um not Claire, excuse me, is um I forgot her name, the girl. I'm just gonna say the girl because I forgot her name. But they really broke her character down all the way. They really brought some great fleshing out of the character Maisie, and that was her name, Maisie. And I like how they really flesh out that character. And Maisie has grown a lot because, you know, she's on age of me. Um, and <laughs> I should be a little simple and be like, yeah, she's cute. But seriously, she is a pretty girl. The actor is very pretty. But, you know, to get to the point here, <laughs> Maisie is just an average teen like me. And maybe you, if you're looking at this, having her teen problems. Um, I'm not your average teenager. Neither is she because she's a very intelligent teenager, the character. And, um, you know, she's still got that teenage mode in her. She still may be a little bit rebellious, just like how some of us as teens may be a little bit rebellious. Because, you know, even once in a while, I may be a little rebellious. But, you know, um, to get to the point here, her rebelliousness actually caused her to get captured, you know. And um, eventually we learned some more stories through Wong speaking to her that Dr. Wong, or Dr. Wu, excuse me, actually told her that, um, I'm thinking of Dr. Strange now, <laughs> Dr. Wong, Dr. Wu, he told her about how his mom actually, um, excuse me, not his mom. He talked about how Maisie is actually, her first name is actually Charlotte. So Charlotte Maisie, I think, or her mom's name was Charlotte, I think. And um, it wasn't that she was actually cloned, but it was actually that her mom was her. And her mom reprodu reproduced her with DNA and cloned her, basically, and had a daughter. So, in reality, Maisie is a clone, but she's not really a clone. She's really just her daughter, but just looks just like her. So, basically, let's just say that you, you made the DNA and you switched it, and it still looks like you. It has the same facial characteristics as you as you get young and as you get older. That's how it is with Maisie. Like, basically, her mom is her, the original her, and she's just a clone version of her that came out of her stomach. Because the real Maisie died from a disease, which was the mom. And the disease isn't in the girl because she replicated the DNA the right way. There's something like that. I don't know, scientific stuff. But overall, I like how they really fleshed out and brought some more, you know, deep levels to this character. Knowing that we know it last year. Because there's a lot of people who want to know more about characters who are very deep in the narrative. Because I love narrative stories as well. Um, also, these dinosaur scenes were very... This movie, all this whole movie was just keeping your, your heads up. Like, it was very gruesome. This movie, I think, was the most gruesome Jurassic i ever seen. And seriously, this movie really kept your heads on your seat. This wasn't no traditional Jurassic movie. This movie felt like it was a mixture of both franchises just coming as one. Like, it, it felt like it was a mixture of Park and World just in one big movie. Like, it felt like a hybrid movie. It didn't feel like no Jurassic Park. It didn't feel like Jurassic World. It didn't feel like Fallen Kingdom. It felt like it was its own thing separate from all those movies. That's how much it felt. And it was very much of a, a unique story. Now, was it as good? Now that I've looked at the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, it does make me change my perspective of it. 
but most likely, I am still keep my original perspective. I like the movie, but I think it should have did a little bit more better with certain things, maybe like more homages. And maybe I'm just stuck in that because I'm an MCU guy because I always watch MCU movies. And, you know, MCU, Disney always trained us to be ready for Easter eggs. So I guess I was just prepared for more Easter eggs. But who knows? I'll watch a YouTube video and they'll probably talk about it. But like I said, they should have had more Easter eggs or homages to the old fans. Um, I think it was great the way it was, but they should add some more. And I just also really, I just realized I forgot about this. Um, the guy with the glasses who was in the last movie, the one who was very nerdy. I forgot his name. He wasn't even in this movie all the way. He was only in the first part, and that was it. I just realized that. I forgot his name. Franklin, that was his name. Franklin, the character Franklin. He was such forgettable in this movie because, like, he was only there for, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, and that was it. Boom, he was just gone. Him and um the other girl, I don't know her name, but it was um the other girl with the glasses, and she was right there with Franklin. I was surprised they didn't really play no major roles in the movie. And then, um, of course, that was it for that. And then more with the cast. Like I said, I really enjoyed that they brought um, Ellie and Alan to really fall in love. Because I, I knew it ever since I first saw the original Jurassic Park. I said, I knew they were going to fall in love. Because at first, you know, you saw Jurassic Park 3. She had her kids and stuff. But I guess her husband must have had um, her dad died, Mark. I think Mark was the husband, I think. So Mark must have died and then... um. I guess that led to her wanting to marry Alan, which is good because finally her and Alan can actually finally share a love. They couldn't get to have their own kid, but hey, they yet to still fall in love. I wish they had had a kid, though, because if they did have a kid, it would have been so much better for the, for the Jurassic Park franchise. It probably would have changed the whole franchise because it would have made the kid actually fall into their footsteps. <laughs> but overall, I like that. I like that we brought Ian Malcolm back. And it was so shocking when he actually put that thing in the dinosaur's mouth. Because, you know, in the old one, he had made a T-Rex go away with the light. This time, he just stuck it in his mouth. I was shocked. So, yeah, that was that was all good. I just liked it, everything. And like I say, Jeff Goldblum, every time he came on, he was stealing the scenes at times, man. Because just playing as Ian Malcolm is basically similar to Jeff Goldblum. Like, it's so similar. Their characters are so similar. Like, there's no difference between them. They're just similar characters. Like, they act the same both off and off screen. Like, you can tell that Jeff Goldblum is Ian Malcolm. You can tell that Ian Malcolm is Jeff Goldblum. Like, the same way how Robert Downey Jr. played as Iron Man, you wouldn't think it's no difference. It's the same thing with Jeff Goldblum. Like, just watching him as Ian Malcolm, it's like he's the same guy. Ain't no real difference. But, yeah. I like it everything. I like that the movie had a peaceful ending. Like I say... Um, looking at this while watching the movie, it was one of the best Jurassic World movies, but now that I'm actually thinking about it now and from looking at those reviews, I think it will never top the original Jurassic Park or the original Jurassic World movie, because I'm going to tell you this right now, I believe Jurassic World was way better than, um, well not all the way, but somewhat way better than Dominion, and I'm going to tell you this right now, the original Jurassic Park will always be better than Dominion. You know, because that's the original. That's the OG. But like I say, right now I'm having mixed reviews on which movie is really the best. Because I can't put them at top tier. They're all on the same level. But, yeah. But, so far, like I said, I liked it, everything about the movie. It was a great homage. Um, I may have forgot some more things to say. But, overall, from what I'm thinking of now, in my head, that's fresh in my mind from fresh reviews. 
this was a great movie. This was really amazing. If you're a big Jurassic Park fan, go watch this because this is the final movie in the franchise. Rather, you're from Parker World. And, um, yeah. Just go see the movie. And if you already saw... Well, not really. Because this is spoiler. Um, this is spoiler section. So you already saw the movie. But, hey, if you have someone who hasn't seen it, tell them. Especially if they're a big fan. So, yeah. And fun fact before we end this podcast show, I just want to tell you that before we go to the conclusion, is that if you actually pay attention closely, and if you Google it too, in Jurassic World Dominion, the original cast, which is Sam Neill, Laura Den, and Jeff Goldblum, they actually got the same outfits on, but it's just more modernized. Like if you look at Alan's shirt, his long sleeve jacket type shirt, I don't know what it's called, like a collared long sleeve shirt, it's technically the same thing he had in 93 on Jurassic um, Park 1, except it's just more modernized. And then for Ian Malcolm's outfit, it's more or less the same outfit. And then for Lord Den, like I say, more or less the same. Just maybe like a little bit more either. I think it's like a little bit more darker pink. Her original one was lighter pink, lighter blue. A little bit darker pink, darker blue. But yeah, they all look dissimilar. All their outfits are basically the same, but just modernized and then... And you pay close attention once again, like I told you, Owen Grady wore the same outfit he wore in Fallen Kingdom, the same shirt, except this time it's probably a new one because the old one was ripped and messed up on the, from the old movie. So yeah, just fun fact and fun Easter eggs that nobody ever noticed that. That's actually one Easter egg I can really give that's really major. If you pay close attention or if you're an original Jurassic Park fan, you'll know that that's the same outfit. The original cast is wearing the same outfit they wore in 93. It's just more modernized. And just looks a little bit more detailed and darker in the color scheme than how the original one was. So yeah. But yeah guys, um, we're finally in the conclusion. I just want to tell you guys I had enjoyed the movie. It was really great. The next movie we're going to go see that I'm going to make a review of is Dominions. It's going to be um, Dominions Rise of Gru. And then after that, I'm... So I'm going to go see Bullet Train, but if Bullet Train is rated R, I may not go see it because I don't like watching R-rated movies because sometimes they can be a little bit too far off the line, especially with um, language because I don't like to hear people curse a lot. I don't hate people who curse. I will never will, but I just don't like a lot of cursing in movies because I feel you're not getting to the point. And um, yeah, but overall, Minions Rise of Gru is our next one. After that, the next one should be Black Panther 2, after Black Panther 2, then after that, it will be Avatar, and that will be it to close up 2022. And look at that, we're already halfway done with the movie list. Well, almost done. And we're almost halfway done with 2022, because we're in June. So, hopefully you guys enjoy this wonderful episode, and goodbye.